Well, first of all, Nigel, I think you told Ed after the West Brom game, the international break was just a good chance for you to recharge the batteries. Have the batteries been recharged heading into the end of season running? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's been a... Um, I get the impression from from the players and staff they've all benefited from a bit of time away. So uh, they are what they are. <laughs> you make the most of it, don't you? Um, um, yeah, looking forward to the game now at the weekend. Yes, after um, we spoke to you at the um, the West Brom game within 24 hours, Andy Byrne yeah. got an international call-up. Just um, a word on, on that achievement, and um, he must be delighted to have featured in the last two matches. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's, it's a... I think the fitting reward for, for the amount of um, positive work that Andy's done for us this season and it's, I think it's uh, a very positive thing that his country's recognised that so yeah, I'm, I'm pleased for Andy, yeah, it's been a long time since he was last involved with the, with the uh, national side and, and uh, it's, it's recognition for, for a very positive season on his own behalf. And would it be the icing on the cake if he was to come back and hit that 20 goal mark between now and the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, he's got a good chance of that. Of course he has, because he's, he's always in games. And uh, the other really positive thing for us this season is his availability. So, um, you know, bearing in mind last year, uh, you know, he suffered a quite a serious injury. So to have him available for uh, the majority of the season um, so far, and hopefully for the, the entirety of it, uh, is, is testament to how hard he's worked in terms of his um, recovery. Uh, and I think it speaks volumes about his capacity to, to deliver on the pitch, uh, both in terms of work rate and this season in particular. Uh, the number of goals he's, he's scored and been involved in. Um, another positive has been Antoine went off injured yeah. in, in your last match. Have you any news on on his injury? Well, he, he's making progress, but uh, because it's the knee, he had um, a little bit of a problem with last uh, the end of last season and the early part of this season. You know, we're being we're being uh, sensible with that. Um, of course, it was very disappointing for him to to miss out on uh, his international call up for Ghana. But I'm, I know he's very excited about the fact that Ghana have now qualified. Um, so it's you know it's a uh, he'll get his chance at some point. And if he's not available on on Saturday, you, you yeah, he won't be available you... this weekend. He's, he's not available this weekend. Yeah. So um, is it an opportunity for Naki to um, to maybe get us a, a chance, having scored in, in the last game? You've also got yeah, Tommy, haven't you? Who maybe you want to have a look at between now and the end of the season. Absolutely, it's a. Uh, I mean, I think Naki's been excellent this year in terms of his support of his teammates, and you know, at no point has he been anything other than positive. And on top of that, he's he's a player that I know will uh, will work hard for the team, and he enjoys playing. He enjoys scoring goals. So uh, if he gets that opportunity, I, I, I know he'll do everything he can to take it. How close is Joe Williams to um, being considered again? Um, after his yeah, injury? not this week, but maybe for, for the Peterborough game. Um, and I've already said that he, he won't be considered for midweek games So between now and the end of the year. So hopefully he, he may be available for five games between now and the end of the season. 
And has Thomas benefited from um, a bit of a time out of the side? And, and is he available again this weekend? No, he won't be available this weekend. But um, yeah, I mean, he's been out in the grass today, and and um, I can't tell you whether you know how how close he is, but because he's somebody who 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 has always been able to play through some sort of discomfort. So um, I suppose it's just judging now uh, whether we wait for him to be as close to 100% as possible, whether he just, whether he just uh, makes himself available and, and he goes back into the fray. But we'll see. I think it's important for him that uh, he makes the most of this opportunity to to give it his his own body a bit of a rest. Um, but, you know, I know he's not somebody who enjoys not being available. That's, that's just the type of person he is. And just a final one on team news. Is anyone available this side of the international break who wasn't um, previously? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we're, we're, we're very much as we were, yeah. So um, seven games to go, um, I think. Um, Season tickets up for renewal for from Monday. How important yeah. is it to go into that running with um, with some positivity and some momentum? Well, of course, it. it I think everybody recognises that, that that we need to finish the season as well as we can, just to give uh, to have as positive a, a positive an end to the season as possible. Um, and you know, the the, the last week uh, that we played. We had three games in a week. We sort of bookended a very bad performance at, at Barnsley with two very positive performances. I mean, you know, the the the, the annoying thing uh, with the West Brom uh, result was obviously conceding such a late goal, but the performance was very very good. And uh, so, I, I think it's always uh, I'm keen for us to finish as well as we can. I think it's important for the players in that regard but I also think for our fans um, it's it, it will yeah hopefully will give them some some optimism for, for the future and how big a challenge Bournemouth who at the moment looks set for promotion to the Premier League this season yeah well I mean they, they were always going to be there or thereabouts I think just with the the quality of the players that they have and, and the their ability to um to go out and strengthen. I mean, their squads. <laughs> we, we can't compare the squads in terms of size or, or in many ways, the depth of quality. I mean, it's just uh, on on a different level to where we currently are. But we, but we also um, know that we're probably in a. Uh, well, not probably. We we have become a side that creates chances now so earlier in the season when we played them um, they beat us um, you know quite comfortably really in, in many ways just because we we struggled to match them both physically and, and certainly on on the quality side of it but I mean uh, we go into this game I don't suppose there'll be too many people expecting us to get anything out of the game which in some ways frees up our players I think or we should do um, my expectations going into it is that uh, I want us to play with a with a, a similar mentality to how we approach the the Blackburn game, and that is we've got to stay in it, 
to have a chance of winning it. And that's, you know, um, other teams have gone to Bournemouth recently and had some pretty positive results. We know it'll be a tough game. We know that they've got quality, but uh, for me, it's a, um, in many ways a free hit. I'll see you on Saturday. Thank you for your yeah, time. Yeah, cheers, no problem. Hi, Nigel. Hi, Rich. Okay. Hi. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, is there any update on Alex Scott? Will he be Will he be fit for the for the game on Saturday? Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. Yeah, and, and I know you mentioned um, with Joe Williams that you want to get him back in for Peterborough. Um, Possibly. Is there a time yeah. frame on, is there a time frame on, on, on Semenyo at all? Or no, because, no, no, not at the moment. No, he'll be he'll be fit when when he's able to to. Uh, yeah, when he's able to play. I mean, as I've already pointed out, he's he's uh, it's the same knee as he had a problem with at the end of last season and the early part of this year. So it's it's common sense that we um, do what we can to to allow him time to to get that right. Um, and as Richards already pointed out, Naki's Naki's been waiting for his opportunity. So let's see. I heard Dan Bentley on in, in the week on the radio, and he seems to be very relishing um, <coughs> his place back in the back in the sides um, and and proving and proving people wrong. Is is that the reaction that you were exactly what you were hoping for? I haven't really given that any thought, to be honest with you. I, di- I didn't hear his um, what was it? Uh, an interview? Yeah, an interview yeah. With, uh, with, with Jeff Twenty Man on. Look, he's the captain of the team, and I'd expect him to do exactly what you just said. So. You know, that's professional players are, are, um, are paid to play, and I would expect them to, uh, if they're not in the side, to work hard to get back in the side, and if they're in the side, I expect them to work hard to stay there. Mm-hmm. And 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 everybody that those those parameters um, apply to absolutely everybody. So um, I don't know what he said, but uh, no, he's doing well. He's doing well. No, no, he is. I, I wanted to ask you on, on your kind of um, thoughts on the, on, the, on the parachute payments. Obviously, the research came out this week. I've never had them, so I don't know. I've got no idea. No. You, uh, would you be an advocate of, of, of scrapping them at all but, and or, or kind of um, reforming well, the I, process? I, come on. I'm a football manager. I'm, I'm not an administrator. And so I don't really give it a great deal of thought. I don't, I don't worry about things that I haven't got. Um, so, uh, my all my time and energy is is uh, deployed in trying to find solutions to our own circumstances. Outside of that, I'm afraid um, you need to you need to speak to authorities on that. So whether it be you know whether it be the Premier League, the EFL, whether they can come to any agreement, whether. Whether the FA have got anything to say about it, who knows? I've got no idea about what they think about it. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's fair enough. What, what is it that you want to kind of see from your side from the remaining seven games of the season? Say that again, sorry. What is it that you would like to see from your side for the remaining seven games of the season? Yeah. A few points. Good performances, good standards, no slacking. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I want to see us finish the season with an intent to get better. And whether that be individuals within the team or the team itself, 
that's what I, that's what I expect. I expect people to to perform at their optimum levels, um, and if we do that, then we can have a uh, a positive end to the season. And whether that's performances coupled with results, that's that's really what the the optimum is. Um, but yeah, we we need to. Um, we need to build on some of the positives that have occurred this season, you know, and that is the the uh, players breaking into the side, players consolidating places within the side, which probably weren't there last year. Yeah, lots of different things, but but ultimately it's about performances and results, and and that's what I want to see. I want to see some positivity in that regard. And the the, the players, you mentioned the players breaking into the side. Um, is that is potential for the likes of Josh Hours to come in and and kind of get some minutes under his uh, belt? I know well, he look, trained as well. Yeah, travelled with the squad. I'm not. I'm, I'm not of the opinion that I don't particularly want to put players in a in a position that I had to. We had to last year, which was uh, very risky, but it was what we had to do um, last season. I think players will get opportunities if it's if it's appropriate, but um, it's a lot more beneficial to the youngsters coming into a, a side which has um, yeah a bit of uh, bit of character about it for sure. So I've already spoken, I think, quite at length already this season about um, our younger players having a lot of responsibility as sometimes being our best players so that's not always the way that you want it to be but if they're good enough and they're able to to deal with that uh, level of expectation and pressure then that's that's ultimately very very good for us in the longer term but um, in terms of uh, introducing more newcomers to the team I think that's about trying to get the balance right between it being an opportunity for them just to go out and be able to to play without overthinking stuff, and and, and that's where if we get some uh, positive results over the next couple of weeks, then that becomes easier to do. Dare we ask about the progress of George Tanner? He's uh, of I, think it's been well, two, two I was or, expecting two or three it, of course. Yes, he's out there <laughs> training. No, he's he's, he's much closer. He's uh, Is he? yeah. Um, he's used to me calling him the Messiah out on the on the field now. So, um, joking aside, no, he's he's looking much better, and uh, as I've already pointed out on a few occasions, a reoccurrence of a hamstring injury is not something which is, uh, you know, we certainly don't want uh, to put him into a situation where he's in danger of of um, reoccurring. So. Uh, yeah, he's back out there. He's training with us. He's looking. He's looking okay. Um, he now needs to have a couple of weeks of of um, regular, quite intense training to to bring him into contention. I think that's the best way of putting it. Okay, good. Thanks for your time. Yeah, cheers. cheers no problem. Hi, Nigel. Hi, Gregor. How are you? Not too bad. I got COVID back on the scene at once. Eh, for once. Yeah, yeah. Um, just yesterday, the club announced a new six-year shirt deal with Hummel, and Han Noah Masengo was front and centre, the poster boy, almost. 
Can we read anything into that? Are you confident that he'll be at the club beyond May? Um, I, I can't comment on that really, I suppose. Um, I wasn't aware that he was front and centre, so um, thanks for letting me know. I didn't know that. Um, those types of things are look. He's contracted to the club, and he's been a uh, he's been a a good performer for us uh, this season, as he was uh, last season. And um, you know, we're still trying to negotiate a a, a new deal with him, but. Outside of that, I don't think you, you you can either read into it something or not. I it's uh, I've already said that I think what's important is that we don't allow players to to run the clock down, and that's my view. Whether it's um, shared by the club, and to my knowledge, it is, um, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that. Uh, I, I think Han Noah being involved in uh, a shoot like that suggests what we all think, and that is we'd like him to stay here longer. But uh, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't tell you how that's going to go in the summer. But um, you know, I'm just very uh, uh, realistic about these types of things. Yeah, sure. I think you were asked recently that about um, the possibility of a head of recruitment coming into the club in the summer and you said that that's not on the agenda no it's not no and you, you, you said that the plan was to tweak things regarding recruitment are you, are you able to expand on that at all no 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 that'll be a club policy but no I, I, I can't expand on that no you're obviously not bringing in extra staff to, to help on that front as, as it stands then no, I mean I'm 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 not you know I'm I'm not in the recruitment department, so I, you know it's it's that's not something that is I, I can't I don't see that as being imminent. No, I don't. Do you see this coming summer as a as a key summer, Nigel? I guess as as a football manager, you have to live to an extent day to day to day, and obviously results determine everything. And you could argue therefore that every summer is key, but. Given what happened sort of last summer and the, the turnaround and in, in players and stuff, is it, is there an extra emphasis maybe on this coming summer? Um, you could argue that that is the case, yeah, but it, it will be dependent on whether or not we can do business, and it's it's you know so is it going to be if you can if you can make headway in shaping a squad in a, in a summer window stands to reason that you've got a better opportunity of of moving forward at a uh, a bit of a quicker pace potentially doesn't always work at, at work to be the case but of course um, the circumstances within which we're working will dictate that so again it's um, whatever whatever potential plans that we have for, for making changes to a squad are going to still be dependent very much on a few factors that I can't, you know, I'm I'm not really in control of, and that is whether the market, whether the market becomes more active than last year. I mean, it was dead last year. Let's be honest. Um, there's very little money uh, changing hands, and and that's 
that's where we all are. And whether we're able to do the business that uh, we may want to do uh, will remain to be seen. Just, we've spoken about, obviously, the, the young players who come through into your squad this mm. season. There's obviously numerous examples of guys who've done very well. Yeah. Um, I gather that last week or, or this week has been um, sort of decision time at the Bristol City Academy for quite a few of the younger guys. And I just wondered if you had um, some words, some advice for maybe some of the guys who, who, who go the other direction, unfortunately. And obviously, this is part of football, um, dealing with rejection. Um, but maybe guys who aren't going to see a straightforward linear movement into the senior squad may have to leave the club and go elsewhere. Do you have any um, words for, for those guys? Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, uh, it's, I do. I, I, I will answer that. But it's, it, it's um, I think, one of the problems that football has, has had for a number of years is that when players leave some of the really big clubs... Um, that they don't really, you know, a lot of players fall out of the game. I think one of the philosophies that really is very important to how we work here is that whoever comes into the system, um, whether they come in very early, um, you know, as young kids really, um, I think there's got to be a, uh, a level of reality right from the outset. So, you know, the the if you like the conversion rates from how many young players, eight, nine, ten-year-olds come into a come into a football club, and how many of them actually make it at that football club, you know that, those numbers or those um, percentages of success are still relatively small. And I think that's something that is very important for people to understand from the outset. And that is, you know, parents and the kids themselves, but. What's very important throughout uh, the journey of um, developing as a, a as a footballer, um, as a boy, as a girl, whatever, is that the experience is a good one. So, I think one of the things that we pride ourselves on here is when when we have to uh, let people down and we have to give them difficult news in terms of them not. Um, progressing further here is that we we try and make sure the experience that they've had here is a positive one and that we help them to find a level so I'm a big believer in um, the fact that some players can not make it, um, it, it to the professional ranks to start with find a level and come back into the game I think that you know the the, the non-league scene still has a very active part to play in players' development. Because what you've got to remember is that the players who may be, and it's different with boys and, and girls, is that, that their maturation um, uh, period can come at different times. And so there will be players who maybe are let go who, who are later developers. And so there's still an opportunity. So I think what football needs to... You know, and I think that's where it's important that um, youngsters who don't make it at the, the top end Premier League size, that, that too many of those players have probably fallen out of the game altogether. And that's a shame for football because there would be an argument to say that those players should find a level at either Championship or, or lower you know, Division 1 or 2. 
and and probably that's not happened enough and that's probably something to do with uh, cultural issues as well but you know for a club like us where I would I, I think we're a big part of the community and and a lot of the players who don't make it for Bristol City will hopefully filter down to some of the uh, non-league sides below us and that those players could come again so I think that's the important thing is that, that for me it's even when you become a seasoned professional once you lose that ability to enjoy playing I think that's that's a shame and and, and 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 so really, it's it's whether you are a success um, as a as a professional player or whether you are a, a successful amateur or you play just for the love of it. There's still got to be an element of that, and I think that's something that the professional game needs to be very mindful of. Yeah, sure. And every player has their own individual journey, don't they? I'm sure. Yeah. And there's players in your team. Absolutely. Step backs, ups and downs. And yeah. I, I was just going to end, Nigel, by asking about your own experiences when you were coming through at Hina, Hina Town. Was yeah, it? well, or there you go. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was... I, the, the, the youth teams that I played in, I played in um, a youth team in, in Nottingham where uh, Calvin Plummer... Chris Fairclough, Steve Hodge, we all played in the same side. They went on to, to break through at Forest, Derby, whatever. Um, and I went to college and played non-league football and broke back in later on, but I had a decent career. Um, and uh, so there are always different routes and I think there is that, I think the non-league scene is Fortunately for football, still very, very active. And, and I think it's um, the level of football is sometimes better than people probably imagine. There is still a route into it. And, and I think clubs like us um, need to make sure that we still have, and we do, by the way, we still have our eye very much on the, the local scene. And that's something that is, is very important still.